So I still have issues. And so I'm still podcasting therapeutically. But it is my ultimate goal to get over myself. Or maybe maybe we never really do. Maybe that's maybe this whole life we're always working through stuff. But I know all of that is in my mind because when I meditate, everything fades away. What was I thought is no longer there. And then I realize that I'm not even my thoughts and then there's just nothingness. But for every other waking moment of the day where I'm running with my thoughts, or my, no, my thoughts are running with me, it's really helpful for me to do things for therapy. So I want to talk today about why and possibly discover why I have a low level of anxiety. Certain people that I may um, have had relationships with in my life um, currently or um, in the past or something may have changed in the relationship or really it's, I think the trauma comes down to that I have been myself with them and that brings me great fear. My mind is very, very protective of me as, as yours is of you. Um, and it's really just trying to, it's trying to help me, but it's so stupid. Honestly, it's so, it's so dumb. And I, and I tell myself in my mind, when I catch my mind, I say, I love you mind, but really it's just so, it's just so dumb. It's just so stupid. It just, um, just ruminates about things like doesn't let me live, <laughs> like doesn't let me say things or do, or do things or be, it doesn't let me be. It really just doesn't let me be. So even just before recording today, I took a shower and in between my shower and my transition of wiping down my desk and, and putting oil on my body and massaging my scalp and just the things that I normally do, even in just this time, my, my mind was running with me or my thoughts were running with me because I guess I would say here that I was running with my mind. So it's, um, so then when I sit down to record, I just before I feel like, Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll, I'll talk about what, what's been on my mind. And it's literally, I'll have a, a thought about a person and I have some expectations of them or, I'm not sure if I have expectations of them or the expectations are, are of myself that I'm failing on, but it's it's just my mind's um, working on. Uh, it's my mind's work. It's my mind's um, form of protecting me, and it's all just nonsense. So maybe I shouldn't even entertain it. Maybe I'm wrong to entertain it. Maybe I just need to consume myself more with things that truly matter, but I wanted to try and figure out today why I have this um, low level of anxiety when I think of people, and sometimes the anxiety just comes to me like, it really just still feels like PTSD, it's like, um, but it's not, it's not the triggers that I was having before, now it's just, 
it's different faces <laughs> and it's just it's just different different scenarios just different faces and but it's the same flash of um of sensation of anxiety at the top of my stomach and maybe that's how I know it exists but when I write or when I express myself I I can still have that thought but it's not accompanied by the sensation of anxiety so it's interesting it's almost like when I express myself I I somehow soothe myself or somehow engage my body at least my body feels better um, by engaging my mind by actively um, using my mind instead of my mind using me because when my mind uses me and I'm not aware of it that's when the faces and the and the flashes and the triggers that's that's when they that's when they, that's when they don't feel good but when I'm creating, when I'm using my mind, then it's different. So, I mean, I don't really know what the solution is, but I guess one of them is really just using the transitions, even the off time where I'm not using my mind, just really trying to, to use those times to, um, to actively use my mind. And one thing that comes to my mind is just reading, um, reading something of interest to me. So I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try and do that and just really try my best to keep my mind occupied because it doesn't serve me to um to harp on you know negative thoughts and the more that I think a negative thought or the more that my mind thinks it and I'm just like you know running with it um the the more that um the more the more I feed it and then the more I think about it even further right even during the day the more the more relevant it becomes in my life and it's just it's just really bizarre or relevant in my mind um which then just means that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it more and then I have to catch myself more thinking about it. And it's just, it's just too much. It just consumes my mind too much. So I'm really going to try and keep myself, um, busy. And it's interesting. I've been really trying to figure out how my mind works because when I caught myself having negative thoughts or just unwanted thoughts after I got out of the shower, um, while I was getting dressed and stuff, um, I turned on a podcast and in the podcast, I, um, in, in the podcast, I, di I didn't really enjoy the podcast that I was listening to. Um, and, um, I also found that it was difficult for me to even pay attention to the podcast that I was listening to. So I realized that several things need to be in, in place for, for, um, for me to pay attention. One, that I have to be really interested in what I'm consuming. Um, the second is that connection always helps me more than anything else. I pay more attention to connection than, than anything else. And then the third is that I have to fully, I have to do things that, you know, fully uh, engage my mind. So if the podcast isn't working, then maybe it's reading, reading like a blog article or something on my phone while I'm cleaning, while I'm getting dressed. Even if that means that like, you know, I have my phone in one hand and I'm, you know, massaging my scalp with the other hand. I literally just have to really keep myself, keep my mind busy because any chance that it gets, it will, um, it'll just do its own thing. And it will, and you know, and, and I'll just be going with it and feeding its garbage. <laughs> So do you guys relate? Let me know if you relate because, um, my mind is, a is a, um, 
is a blank show <laughs> without without um if if just left to itself and um this morning i tried to meditate just um outside uh i had a break between my classes so i meditated the thing for like a half hour and um it it was good i could see the thoughts just um come and go and um it was better for me and i think that um i think that i should make more of an effort to do that even even more throughout the day because i know i know how precious my mind is right as much as i think that it's garbage and understand that it's garbage right i i understand the value of of a quiet mind and i know that my best creativity comes from it so i'm still trying to figure out how to harness it each day and trying to figure out how you can get your mind to a quiet place is your job too it's it's everybody's unique job that they've got and you've got to figure out like what works for you and you'll learn that every day you'll understand better what you need to do whether that's meditate or read or keep your mind busy or fully engage your mind somehow or express yourself or connect there's so many ways that we can keep um our minds in a good state and it's really our our duty in this life to to figure that out for ourselves because if you're just running with your mind and your thoughts are just running with you if that's the story of your life you're not going to live your best life you're not going to be your best version it's it's not going to be possible right i mean the mind's going to do that anyway but if you don't recognize that if you don't realize that that's that's what the mind does and if you don't take steps to awaken from the patterns of your mind from your habitual thinking from your negative thinking from the mind's negative thinking it's not even you it's just what the mind does and it does it better than anything it's just always trying to um it's trying to protect and it's also the mind is also the greatest play of of the universe and it's this idea that well the mind is just everything that is not the truth of you right because we can't describe we can't really talk about our essence our truth but what we can say and talk about is what it is not and the mind is perhaps its first and foremost job assigned by the universe given to us by the universe is to be everything that we are not is to speak the words and think the things and believe the beliefs and hold the pictures and imagine the future and the past and um and even dream about the present all of which really take us away from the present 
all of which really cloud and muddle the truth of who we are. And that truth that is wordless and conceptless and imageless and descriptionless, it is just nothingness. And the mind is really here to be the, the opposite force of, of that. And I think that its job is to really point us to the truth by being everything that we are not. And it's kind of like um, in life how you have this idea of the anti-hero. And if you have an anti-hero growing up, very often that's better than even having a hero. Very often the, the negative experience is the better teacher and the negative relationship is the greatest teacher. And for me, very fortunately, I had both the hero and the anti-hero in both of my parents. And so I got tremendously, tremendously lucky. And then I've got my mind, which is the greatest anti-hero of all time. And I get to podcast about it every day. And I guess I'm most grateful for that. I'm most grateful for this greatest play, this greatest disguise of everything that I am not. This play that really tries so hard to separate me from my source and from you and from my from my greatest self, from my greatest truth, from my highest work, from my highest contribution, from my highest self, that when I just relax into, when I just allow all of my greatest, all of, all of what I just mentioned, my highest work and highest contribution and, and greatest creativity and greatest inspiration that I receive, all of those things flow through me. All of those things come when I just allow. So I very well understand the importance of a quiet mind and quieting my mind. I very much understand the importance of this. And I spend my life and my day in this awareness, with this awareness of how important, important it is. Because I understand how important a quiet mind is. And I understand that a quiet mind gives birth to the greatest life and also our greatest service. I hope that you find what works for you in terms of what you need to do in order to quiet your mind. The greatest of which is just sitting with ourselves and knowing that we are not it and allowing the thoughts to come and go and the visuals and everything else that is a part of our experience, discarding them one by one by one. No, that's not it. That's not the truth. 
that's not it. Nope, that's not it. Because that also comes, that goes, that comes, that goes, that comes and goes. Everything comes and goes. And while everything comes and goes, what's there? What is there while everything comes and goes? What is here while everything comes and goes? Every thought, every belief, every idea, every visual, every image, every picture, every sound, every experience, every taste, every smell, everything that I can experience with my human body and my human mind. What is left? Ah. Yeah. 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 